Welcome to Beyond the Dollar, a show where we have deep and honest conversations about how money affects your well-being. I'm your host, Sarah Lee Kane, and this bonus episode will dive into why the conventional way of thinking about the whole idea of money mindset is problematic. Like, what does money mindset even mean? And can it really help us, you know, rake in the dough or solve all our money problems? So let's tackle this, including why money mindset as a solution to your money issues is problematic and how we can approach it in a more nuanced and effective manner. Before we get started, even though I know you're probably doing pretty well in your finances, every once in a while, I know your emotions probably are getting the better of you. I know mine does. Personally, I've been spending a lot of money on fancy teas lately. Now, if this is the case, head over to beyondthedollar.co slash spending to grab the free emotional spending guide to help you manage those pesky behaviors. Again, that's beyondthedollar.co slash spending. All right, get ready, grab a seat, and let's go beyond the dollar. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another bonus episode. So let's talk about this term money mindset. There are so many interpretations. I think there's almost a divide between people who really enjoy it or like it. And then people kind of get really, I guess, skeptical or scoff at the whole idea of what the heck does it even mean. So let's talk about the definition of money mindset from a kind of conventional perspective or something you've probably seen or heard around kind of the interwebs or internet, so to speak. So For many people, when they think of that term money mindset, they think a lot about the whole kind of spiritual or woo-woo sort of side of money, right? Like you have lots of crystals in your house that represent certain aspects of your life you want to improve, right? Whether that's love, having more money come in, all of those things, or using tarot cards and that sort of puts you in this mindset where all of a sudden, you know, you're going to rain money, right? Or money is going to rain down from, I don't know, the ceiling or something, right? There's a lot of perspective where people assume that if you get all kind of positive and you just suddenly feel much more positive about your money and you love your money that you're going to sit there and then things are going to come. Think about the book called The Secret. I'm going to admit I haven't read it but I know a lot of people criticize that book because it's that assumption where just get really positive, you do all of these things like buy crystals and all of that and then get kind of in this mindset of you deserve it, you believe that you deserve something and then it's going to happen. So why is this whole concept of a conventional way or a popular way of thinking about money mindset so problematic? The first one is the idea of you need to buy something to help you solve your money problems or to get more money. So, I mean, there's that whole cliche of like you need to spend money to make money. And in many cases, it's true. So if you think about investing money and then that money will then compound into tens of thousands of dollars, let's say, to help you with retirement, sure, right? If you're investing in a course to help you earn more business or find a different way of marketing your business, or it could be a professional development course to help you get a promotion, sure, of course, getting those things or buying those things or spending money to get more money is absolutely true. But the idea of buying a crystal or buying a deck of tarot cards, so to speak, is problematic because that somehow that object is going to automatically translate into solving your problem. So clearly there's got to be something in between that. Like what does that even mean? Like that energy of the crystal is going to somehow help infuse you? I mean sure if you want to believe that that's great but for many people it's like well where's a direct correlation? It's how is that different from buying a course? 
Or how's that better than buying a course or seeking some sort of help or investing my money? The other problem really is the idea of money mindset in this sense is that it's a passive way of thinking. That all you have to do is just wait and then whatever you want is somehow going to appear out of thin air. I would love for that to happen. I would love to sit here and think I want $10 million and that's going to come. Unfortunately, unless some super rich relative decides to leave me $10 million that I don't know of, or I get a lottery ticket, I win $10 million, probably not going to happen. But even if it's, let's say I win the lottery, I'm still taking some sort of action towards it, right? Really, I think maybe the biggest one, and I would love to hear your thoughts on this, hit me up on Instagram at beyond the dollar is it really veers on positivity thinking. And being positive is not a problem in itself, but the idea of putting a positive spin on something all the time and maybe pushing the negative aspects of a situation away, you know, maybe something to do with your finances is problematic because it's really important that when you wanna make a change in your financial life, you need to recognize what's not working. It's not about being all kind of Pollyanna and saying, oh, things are gonna work out when that's not necessarily Necessarily a guarantee, especially if you're kind of still taking the same actions that you're taking now, especially if those actions aren't really truly helpful for you. So those are some of the problems that come with really having that more passive way of thinking about money mindset. But if you stuck around with Beyond the Dollar for a while, if you, even if you've checked out my ultimate guide to money mindset mastery, you will know that I really do believe that your mindset, how you think about money, how you feel about money is really going to help you thrive, not just in your financial life, but in all areas of your life. So I'm going to suggest a different way of thinking about what money mindset is. It's more of a shift in your perspective and using this shift in perspective to guide you in doing something differently to make those changes. Because if you think about that whole definition of insanity where you're doing the same thing over and over again expecting a different result is probably not going to work. Of course there are actions you need to take kind of small steps over and over again over a long period of time and it's going to compound. I totally get that but when it comes to something that's clearly not working before you change your behavior you kind of got to change your mind about what you're doing right. So in this sense it's really helping you shift this perspective. So let's talk about an example. So someone I know is currently working as a teacher and they're making a certain amount per year. And so this person actually is making less because they need to finish a couple of courses before they're fully certified in the field that they're teaching at. So this person is making the assumption that because these are college level courses that they're going to cost a lot because typically college costs a lot. And so they have put off even doing the research into what it takes to take these courses. And so what ended up happening was this person had a shift in perspective say, I can't make that assumption that it's going to to be expensive. Right now, yes, I need to find out what it's going to cost so that I can invest in myself to be able to rise up in the pay scale and also to have more opportunities to kind of rise in the ranks if I ever wanted to be an administrator, for example. And so this person then took a look at the courses and another shift in perspective was is there a way I can pay less? And so the good news is the school district that they were in provided one of those courses that they needed and it came at a super reduced price. And the other course cost about $500, which is no small change, 
but it's a lot more affordable than the few thousand dollars that this person had initially thought. So then the next step was how can I afford this $500. And so there's different solutions, right? You could take out a personal loan, you can put it on your credit card, you can ask your friends or family to borrow money, right? Those things, right? Spending that $500 can really boost this person's income. In this sense, the money mindset is about not being positive and all Pollyanna about it. It's really about thinking, what are some other ways I can look at this situation? Because I'm assuming a certain outcome, I'm assuming a certain solution isn't going to work. Let me take a look and see what else there is out there. And so this person now is spending the couple hundred dollars in order to improve their financial situation. So if this short example can really teach you anything, it's really about looking for help or seeking someone's perspective or to look for resources to learn about what you don't know. It could even be like, I don't know that I don't know about this, right? There are so many different perspectives out there. There's so many different solutions out there that you can't even possibly imagine. So shifting your perspective is gonna help you look for those. And even if you don't end up using a solution or a perspective or even agreeing with something that you're looking at, that's not the point. The point is to really kind of open your mind to what is out there. Another way of really thinking about shifting your perspective is to stop believing the messages that you've been taught. And that can be a good or bad thing, right? Some of these messages can be great. Some of these messages may not be effective in your life. And so it's really questioning what you've been taught. It's questioning what you believe in, but you can start to unpack it and to really figure out whether or not that's really beneficial in your life. And finally, having this shift or stop believing those messages that you've been taught is also about not being scared to the point where you're not going to be willing to face the unknown because any type of change you want to make there's going to be some sort of element of uncertainty or where you don't know something you don't know what results going to happen and so having that mindset and feeling like okay I'm going to open my eyes to a different perspective to a new way of thinking to new ways of doing something is going to really help me face that uncertainty because frankly in life everything is pretty much uncertain I think if the recent events have taught us anything is that the things we think are making us secure or or more certain in our life is really an illusion. And that's not to scare you, it's more the truth. Now, I do wanna be clear that I'm not suggesting you can't believe in a higher power or lean on your spiritual teachings. That's not at all. I'm really more saying that we need to be open to more than what we see in front of us right now. And so yes, yeah, spiritual teachings can help us kind of lean into the uncertainty, the unknown, especially when you're feeling really icky about what's going on. It's more that we can also use a combination of that and relying on ourselves and, and trusting that we can really ride it out and and to open our perspective even more for things that are out there. So let's talk about some guiding questions. If you are interested in just kind of shifting your perspective in general, even though things are maybe going pretty well in your life right now. So here are a few that you can jot down, journal it out, think about it. So the first one is what outcome do I want to change? So think about that. It can be a really simple answer. This doesn't have to be elaborate. Then once you have the outcome you want to change, Ask yourself, what do I believe is the problem here? Or what do I believe right now is would be the answer to my problems? And write this out because it's really important for the next steps 
Because if you know what you believe in or what your perspective is, then it's easier to open your eyes to a different perspective or to shift that perspective, right? Then you can ask yourself, well, who can I ask? Or what resources can I seek out to help me find this different perspective? So in some cases, it could mean hiring a professional. Not saying that's the case all the time. It could even be talking to a really trusted friend, a family member, your spouse, your partner, even a religious leader, if that's someone you want to seek out. It could even just be reading books. There are tons of books out there or tons of podcasts, audiobooks, all the things to help you really think about a different perspective. And when you're doing this, try to be really intentional to find resources or people that have different values or different opinions than you are because if you're going to find someone who's going to agree with your solution then it's really not going to be helpful if you're really trying to look at different ways of thinking right being uncomfortable about those different perspectives different values belief system is really going to what is going to help you grow it's going to suck like being uncomfortable or feeling uncomfortable is going to really feel like it sucks. Believe me, I've been there, but it is really the root of the growth and the change that you're probably looking for. Something else to really help you shift your perspective is to think about what are some negative messages or lessons that I have been taught about this particular problem or challenge. And then once you figure that out, how can I shift that into something more useful. So I will talk briefly about an example of mine is that a problem was I was working many, many hours to earn a certain amount of money. I have a goal that I have in mind and it's for a lifestyle reason. It's to help out family and friends, right? And so the negative messages I've been taught and this is a really common one, is that I have to work long hours to make more money. And so that really came at the cost of my mental and physical health. Then I thought about, okay, well, how can I shift this into something a little bit more useful? Right? How can I shift my problem or challenge of earning more money into something that's not really telling me I need to work more hours? Is there some way that I can still bring a lot of value to my clients and to listeners like you to help me earn more money that doesn't require working more hours? And so it really took a long time for me to really think about that. And it took little steps and I think I'm getting there. Um, but again, it, it's not a short-term solution. You can't kind of go, oh, this is what I'm going to do. And then somehow it's going to work. And I think that's really where it's going to, again, feel uncomfortable for a while. It can take months. A lot of changes can take years. And it, it's really hard for us to think about that because I know I'm pretty impatient when I want to change something I want it done like now not you know in a few years but that's the reality of it right so my challenge for you is if there's something in your life that you want to change I would love for you to ask yourself these four and a half questions because I think the last one had two parts to it and I would love to know what comes up for you so you can find me on Instagram at beyond the dollar you can slide into my dms there you're also welcome to email me hello at beyondthedollar.co. I do read every single one. I may not get to it right away, but I promise I do read every single one. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to Beyond the Dollar. If you liked this episode, please share it with a friend. That is the best way to help me spread the mission of what we're doing around here. All right. Until next time, keep living beyond the dollar. Beyond the Dollar.